The following is a paid program, and the views expressed on this show do not represent the views of WJZ AM, Intercom Communications, its sponsors, or affiliates. Get ready, Baltimore. It's time for some super slams and beatdowns. We've got the cheap shots and the clean finishes. Watch out for the chair. Oh, that's gotta hurt. <laughs> this is Top of the Road. Your Monday night wrestling show on CBS Sports Radio 1300. Now, here's the enforcer. Baltimore's own, Gil Kuda Jr. Welcome to Top of the Rope Wrestling, ladies and gentlemen. We have a special topic tonight. I put up a poll on Twitter at the beginning of last week. I asked you guys to vote. What would you like this week's show to be about? Your options were women's wrestling, or celebrities in wrestling, or the current champions. Well... Women's wrestling, one out. So we have a special in women's wrestling. First and foremost, I have Queen PR from those wrestling girls. Always good to hear from you again, Patricia. Hi. Yes, always, always. So we have had uh, something that I think has actually gone pretty overlooked recently. And that is, you know, given the odd finish to Hell in a Cell and the draft that started last Friday and is going to continue tonight, all this good stuff. What I've noticed is the women have had the best segment or match of every night from Hell in a Cell up until now, at least in WWE. That's just my my opinion. So my first question to you is this. A lot of people have been waiting for this kind of stuff to happen. And now that it's happening, just like everything else, I mean, yeah. you know, you did a whole show a while ago with you and Krista talking about how toxic wrestling Twitter can be. People have still found a way to make it seem like it's not a good look. Like for example, No matter what. Yes. For example, Natty versus Lacey, the rivalry that many say just will never end and has gone on for way too long. They've had too many matches. I mean, now, I'm never really one to say that. I mean, if they, you know, I enjoyed, just to compare it, I enjoyed Sheamus versus Cesaro, and they had three or four matches before yeah. they had a best of seven. And I still enjoyed it after all that. So um, I'm, I'm the wrong guy to ask about it. But I want to ask you, is this, has, has this, this feud been a little too long? Are they, are they pushing limits with it here? I don't think so. Um, I do. I do understand people saying that because it's, it's like pay per view matches happen on Raw and SmackDown nowadays. Even like leading up to the pay per view and even after, so it's just like, okay, how many times am I going to see Natty versus Lacey? But I think having a last woman standing match was the perfect way to end it mm-hmm. um, because if we're all tired of this feud, what better way for them to kind of squash their differences than like beating the sh- the mess out of each other (laughs) until the other one can't take it anymore. So I think this is actually the best way to end it. And I'm glad it happened on Raw. And I'm glad that Natty was able to kind of have one of those like big moments. Like I think when they do like the montage of Raw this year, like that power bomb off of the entranceway is going to be included in that. So 
I think, I just hope that's it. Like, after this, I hope that's it. But I, I loved how they did end the very long feud. Okay. I, I see how you put it. I had to wait till all the way to the end to see how you took it. And so you, you don't believe that they went too long with it, but you do, no. but you do believe that this should be, that should be it. That we should yeah. move on for a while. Okay. No, yeah. I, I think I share pretty much the same, the same, I guess, feeling with you on that. Now, here's my big question for you, because the women's tag team championships, which everyone is, was waiting for for such a long time, we finally got them. Sasha Banks and Bayley were the first ever women's tag team champions, lost them to the Iconics at WrestleMania. The Iconics lost them to Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross, and then Nikki Cross and Alexa Bliss just recently lost them to a very clear and pronounced heel Kabuki Warriors yeah. team who are cutting full promos in Japanese, which is so fantastic. Love it. And I'm curious, is this a good call, the Heel Kabuki Warriors? Do you think they could actually bring some merit to to the women's tag team championships? I do. I do. I was so happy when they won. I felt like when they put them together and was kind of teasing a feud with the Iconic, I think that's when I first was kind of itching for them to become champions. But I think this is great. I think it was like kind of one of those where – we didn't know how good of heel champions Kyrie and Asuka could be until it like happened. I think it was one of those things where it's like, oh shoot, like this is amazing. And then having Kyrie saying pin Becky Lynch on Raw, like that was huge. I think for me, that alone added credibility to the tag team championships because Becky hadn't been pinned on Raw in like since last year. So I think just that alone to me solidifies it and then you have heel Asuka like oh my god like I am so here for it. <laughs> well, I mean, Asuka definitely gets a lot of her inspiration from guys like the great Muda, hence the mist that she brought back, which was a very mm-hmm. nice it's a, it's a nice heel touch, I have to agree. And mm-hmm. I think right now the process of the women or what they're doing with the women's tag team titles is a smart process because it looks like mm-hmm. they're going to have Kyrie and Asuka potentially face off against Becky and Charlotte for this. And Becky is the Raw Women's Champion. Charlotte is a ten is a ten time Women's Champion. Just recently lost her SmackDown Women's Title to somebody who certainly had a big moment of her own on Friday. Mm. But w- when it comes to uh, see, a lot of people are saying, "Oh no, they're going to put Becky and Charlotte together again, and they're going to face the Kabuki Warriors." And now they have this, you know, all. But wouldn't you put your four best talents? in the ring at the same time. And if you want to try to get these women's tag titles over again, a pretty darn way to do it is to have Charlotte and Becky get interested in them. Yeah. Yeah. I think that was one of the best things they could have done. Yeah, no, I, I well, cause that's, that's my next question to you is now I kind of agree with people. They want to see more talent utilized. I get it. I fully understand it. Now, I'm not of the school of, hey, this guy had a couple good matches and I like him now. Put the world title on him. See how he does. I'm not of that school. But it, it seems like that it's sometimes forgotten that you kind of you got to go with the draw here. Like For example, yeah. Charlotte beating Bailey for her SmackDown Women's title and then getting beat for it by Bailey literally about 72 hours later is or or, or it it seemed or it seemed like 72 hours later I should say is it's not going to do anything to negatively affect Charlotte we all know that she's pretty, oh, no. she's pretty much untouchable 
And but it was a great way to bring out this officially a hundred percent heel side of Bailey. Uh, I would talk with you about that, but my next guest is an expert in such matters. Ah, so, yes, that's um, going to be a goodie. Yeah, so I, I'm I'm going to say that for her. But as far as you know, because let me, I'll give you a scenario, and you tell me if you think it would work. Let's say the Kabuki Warriors need somebody to defend their titles against, and the Iconics still can't go for some reason, and they want to make it new. Somebody they have, so they just randomly pair together, say Dana Brooke. And and Natty, right? As cool as that would be to see, where is the draw to the average wrestling fan? Not the hardcore wrestling fan. I know they'll get hardcore wrestling fans, but where is the draw to the? So I'm asking you: Is this? Is it overblown? How much we're asking for talent to get shoved into things just because they don't get used much? I don't, and I, I I have this working theory that, like, we assume that if we don't see someone on TV every week that they're getting buried, but I've noticed that they've been taking, a, like, more time with, with the, like, presentation of certain superstars, so I feel like the last two weeks was premiere week, right? This was, like, the biggest weeks of, of wrestling on TV. Yeah, 100%. Of course I'm going to put my biggest draws together. <laughs> like, I'm sorry. Like, I love the rest of the division, but I, I mean, come on. Like, that's like obvious. I'm going to have the four horsemen showcase right there. Like, I'm going to have my new tag team champions going against Becky and Charlotte. Like, that just makes sense. Now, moving forward from this point on, I would like to see them kind of bring, slowly bring in more of the division because it does kind of seem like, the spotlight is a little bit hogged with the same people, but I get it. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I, I agree. I think it's, uh, I, I, I like to see them utilize it more, but it's going to be, it's always going to be more of a slow burn than I mm-hmm. think some people would like to see. And cause it, it's such a balancing act, man, as far as trying to make a group of wrestling fans happy. Cause there are some it's things. It's impossible. <laughs> well, yeah. Oh yeah, that's true. It's impossible. You and I have talked about this quite a few times. It is impossible. Yeah. It's not, there's no, some things we want immediately and some things we want to take six months. I mean, yep. that's we're never happy. Yeah. It, it's never, it really doesn't matter what they do. It's not going to work. Uh, but either way, as far as what I've seen from the women lately is they have been the biggest part of pretty much every show, especially Absolutely. during premiere week. I mean, the main event of SmackDown on Fox was a women's championship match. I mean that's that's a pretty big deal. Huge. Now there's one more angle as far as the women are concerned, and that is the the uh, fateful Lana Rusev Lashley angle. Ooh. Now, not too many people are thrilled with this. I gotta be honest it it's not the greatest look to me either. I see that it is the resurgence of Rusev is the idea. You know, I I understand that, but my the point I try to make is, you know, why are they doing this to Rusev? Why are they doing this to Lana? Why are they doing this to Lashley? All this. I'll tell you why. Because if you look at Ring of Honor or other promotions, they're going to have th- – this would be an angle, which – now, apparently, I, for, I don't know if you've read this, but apparently it's USA Network talking to them, and this is kind of a cross-promotion with Temptation Island. That's kind of oh. what this is. So I, really? I, I can't confirm that, but that's what I've that's seen. Now, now if I mean, that, I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. Now, if that's the case, I think this is why people are upset about it, because it's it's pretty big-name talent. I mean, Bobby Lashley's not a small name. Rusev is not a no. small name. Lana's not a small name. But that's that's called WWE. 
is the, I mean, think about that. Shinsuke Nakamura is a mid-card champion. That's how talented this roster is. So when these angles show up, they're going to give them to people who, if they worked in any other promotion, would probably be a much bigger deal. So I, I think that's that's kind of gets lost in the shuffle. Is you got such a talented roster that you can use really talented people for angles like this, and yeah. I think it's going to finish very well. Uh, it's it's not a great look though. I I, I will say that. Uh, I no, just think... they're taking it really far, and we've done the whole Lana and Rusev marriage angle before. <laughs> Yeah. Well, well, at one point it was supposed to be an angle and then it wasn't an angle because during the angle where she was supposed to be with Dolph Ziggler, she put up on her Instagram that her and Rusev got <laughs> legitimately engaged yeah. to just destroy kayfabe. Now, hey, you can make mistakes. I get it. But yes, yeah. this is the second love triangle angle for for Rusev and Lana. Yes. Uh, <laughs> how could you forget Milwaukee? Yes. Right? Yes. The how most could I ever you forget? About that place. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's uh that Aiden English tried to warn us and yeah. we didn't listen. So, uh, I just think it's uh it, it it's it's a good time at least in WWE. I I, I think there are going to be opportunities for the women. I do think they're going to have opportunities. I totally agree. I think we just got to be patient. Yeah. No, well, you, you always have to. And now with the two different shows, I think you're going to start to see that. I mean, you, you, you see women get drafted. You, you see Becky go number one, which should in absolutely no way be a surprise. And yeah. I, I will make the cheesy comment here. If they did a draft like this with a network deal like this 10 years ago, do you really think a woman would have gone number uh-huh. one overall? Probably yeah. not. And here, a woman did because she should. She's the hottest property in wrestling right now. Yeah. Bar none. So I think uh, with Becky at the helm, you will see good things. Uh, I, I think yeah. as long as it continues, whether she's a champion or not, she's going to be a big name for a long time. But it also looks like that on tonight's Raw little preview here, it was supposed to be Becky and Sasha to determine who gets to pick first in tonight's round of the draft on Raw. But the reports I've seen whether you can confirm them or not, because who really knows with dirt sheets and sources these days in professional wrestling. But it looks like Sasha's getting pulled out because she's not medically cleared. And it's going yeah. to be Becky versus Charlotte. And the response to that has been the conventional, oh, we've seen this a million times. But it's also been, I, it's Becky and Charlotte. I'm not going to turn down Becky and Charlotte. I don't, I'm not, I'm looking forward to that. Uh, I would have preferred Sasha and Becky, but I mean, Sasha, get better, girl. Well, yeah, no. I mean, if she's if if she can't go, and the replacement you think of is Charlotte Flair, okay. <laughs> I think that that actually shows some value of what the company thinks of Sasha Banks if that's who replaces them, and I I, I think things like that matter. So I'm curious because I'm pretty sure Becky and Charlotte are going to open things, and whoever wins, my money is on Becky to win because yep. SmackDown got the first pick thanks to a disqualification uh, on on SmackDown when Roman faced Seth. So, yeah. yeah. Isn't it interesting the shift of SmackDown being the A show? Oh, I, I, oh absolutely. Oh, 100%. No, if, <laughs> if if you're on a bigger network that came with a half a billion dollar contract, trust Ooh. me, you're the A show. Uh, as as much as, as long as Raw has been the A show, now SmackDown's got to be the A show. And yeah. I think you're going to see it. There are, I've seen rumors of, you know, some sort of giant blockbuster trade happening 
tonight to try to shake things up because WWE did not have a great look with the draft when they effectively posted the draft order online before the show went on the air. That was that. Look, I I love you know. I've been called a WWE apologist before, and I'll even admit there are sometimes I'm a borderliner when it comes to that. But yeah. but I can't. No, there's no. That's just a bad look, man. Just what what are you doing? I don't I don't understand that. But and I think they tried to shake it up purposefully. I think they caught wind of it and they tried to react. This is one of those moments where I do applaud uh, a wrestling promotion, even one as big as WWE, for changing its format on the fly and saying no everybody knows what we did we gotta change we can't no this is not a puff your chest out and say we're wwe we don't care moment like no everybody knows and it's a really bad look so as far as this evening what do you do what what do you think might be this giant surprise i think we're gonna get a major nxt call up oh I think it's going to be one of those that, like, no one saw coming kind of thing. Like, oh, shoot. Or <laughs> someone from, and I, I, and I don't even want to say use the word, the term call up because NXT is not even that anymore. It's, like, equal. <laughs> but I, I think someone from the main roster I can see making a big statement in NXT this week. Like, I think it's going to be something like that. Something, like, we're never going to see coming. All right. Now, no, do, do you still consider it? a call-up to NXT? Or is it, as Johnny Wrestling, Johnny Gargano would say, a lateral move? I think... Because I, I, I consider it a lateral move at this point. They have a yeah, cable television honestly, deal, man. Yeah. Agreed, agreed. I, I totally agree with that. And I feel like there's some stars that would benefit from going to NXT or staying in NXT as opposed to moving to Raw SmackDown. Yeah, sure. I agree. I agree. I, I think Kevin Owens was teasing that pretty big, but of course he got drafted to Raw. Now who knows? He might be part of some move to somewhere. I I have no idea. Apparently there's going to be some kind of surprise about this, but we'll uh, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. All I know is I'm excited about the women's division in WWE. And in the last minute, I have to just real quick, just kind of yes or no, and maybe a sentence or two. Is there other than Britt Baker? Is there anyone to really be excited about in AEW's women's division? I guess I should no say at, at, no. Okay, <laughs> smart. I plead the fifth. <laughs> I agree. No, I, I'll say not yet. Yeah, that's how that, I'll put yes. it. Not yet. Right now, yeah, I don't look at the yet. roster, and I I don't. So, all right. Well, Patricia, thanks, thanks for coming for on. Having me. It's been fun, like always. Can't wait to have you on again. You take it yeah. easy. You too. Bye. All right, that is Patricia Rogers from Those Wrestling Girls. Check out their their podcast. They're on YouTube and everything. They do a great show, focused mainly on women's wrestling. Make sure you check out manscaped.com for me. we got a promo code you can use. It's Turnbuckle. Gets you a nice discount if you buy something from them. You can use it as grooming for your face, grooming for below the belt, as I say. That's as far as I can go on network radio. But check out manscaped.com. Use our promo code turnbuckle to get a nice discount when you make an order there. Also, you can get a discount from our friends at Pro-Am Belts. TBT15 off is our promo code. That's TBT15 off for 15% off your next purchase. They'll make you a really cool looking belt. They did one for our network. That's We call it 10 pounds of gold version two. All right. When I come back, I'm going to have... 
the original Bailey super fan. You know her as Izzy, the spearhead of Izzy Mania. She's going to talk about Bailey's epic heel turn when we come back. Stick around. It's going to be fun. Traffic moving west on 50, still crawling all across Kent Island and onto the Bay Bridge. The same westbound on 100 over 295. At Coca-Cola Drive, the entire westbound side is closed because of an accident. Traffic is jammed moving north in both tunnels and southbound on 95 at Arbutus. The same moving west on 70 just prior to 29. Crawling southbound on 895 at Eastern Avenue. Above Baltimore, both sides of the Beltway backed up from Providence Road over to the Harrisburg Expressway. With your traffic, I'm Nathan Scott on CBS Sports Radio 1300. Hey, it's Bob Haney, and I've lost 10 pounds using Nutrisystem for men. I'm eating the foods I love, burgers, pizza, chicken parma, even meatloaf sandwiches and ice cream. You can lose weight with me. Go to Nutrisystem.com slash men. Click on the radio icon. Use the promo code BOBSTER to get $50 off, plus a week of protein pack shakes free. Alvin and the Chipmunks want to remind you to keep bacteria and food from making you ill with four simple steps. Clean, wash hands and surfaces often. I'm waiting for the rinse cycle. Separate, keep raw meats away from ready-to-eat foods. Yep. Cook, make sure meat, poultry, and seafood is cooked to the right temperature. Fire in the hole! And chill, refrigerate food promptly. Bingo! Check your steps at foodsafety.gov. Brought to you by the USDA, HHS, and the Ad Council. The road trip to food safety starts at foodsafety.gov. Every Monday night from 6 to 7, it's the top of the rope wrestling show on CBS Sports Radio 1300. Now, once again, here's the enforcer, Gil Kuda Jr. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. I now have my star attraction of the evening on with me. She is the original Bailey super fan. Izzy, what's going on? Hello, what's up? <laughs> Not much. I, I had I said I need to talk about this Bailey heel turn that we've all been waiting for. And oh yeah, I have been waiting too. The 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 ultimate guest to get was was Bailey herself, but she is understandably committed <laughs> with big things. So I got the next best thing, which is the ultimate super fan of said superstar, that being you. So I just Thank want you. I just want your thoughts on on because it's it's been a long time coming. They were kind of hinting at it for about four or five weeks, and now mm-hmm. it just they they just kind of pulled the rug out from under us all at once with a new haircut so, and a weird edged weapon. Hmm. So the things I liked about it. I loved when she came out and she pretended to be like the old Bailey that we saw back in NXT and before this whole heel turn. Uh, I really liked how she was like giving high fives and then she gave the death stare. That was really cool. And then the next part following that is obviously the inflatables. I like the weapon that was being used. I don't even know what it was, but it was really scary for me because it was something that I would never imagine Bailey using. And I'm going to jump all the way to the end. I love the promo. It was perfect, <laughs> and it's making me wondering what's going to happen next Friday. But the things I didn't like, number one, the haircut. And I've said this before, it looks it looks like a mom that I would see at my school who is really insane and is complaining at the PTA meeting about her son not getting on a roll or not being the quarterback for the football team. Yeah, I, uh, I I said yeah. it has a very early WWE AJ Styles vibe. <laughs> <laughs> you're not you're not wrong. It actually did look like that. Um, and then next 
interesting. This one was really minor. It was like very subtle if you caught it. Um, it was the music after she won the title back. Um, I don't know. It just sounded so generic. I was like, oh, my God, WWE could have cooked something up a little bit better. I don't know. I, I don't know. Maybe throw in some lyrics for that music. But those are things I didn't like. But overall, I think it was a really cool heel turn. There's this one part I do want to make um, clear. I think we all saw it coming, really. I think what should have happened is you saw the lovable and huggable Bailey for a long time, and then she starts to lose for a little bit. And then before that little heel turn, she says, no more, and she turns heel. I think the whole Sasha and Bailey thing was kind of a preview to what we were going to see before that heel turn. I think... It was like we were going to see it before. So I wasn't too surprised to say, yes, I was excited, but I wasn't extremely surprised. We all knew it was going to happen some point of this year or next year. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I agree. I think we all saw it coming. I, I have to ask this question, though. Have you have you been in touch with your former hugging confidant since since she's turned? Um, No. I think I really, well, I'm not saying that I'm still not, well, I'm not saying that I'm not a fan of her anymore. You know, you kind of, like, you got to move on sometimes. Like, I still love her. Like, I'm not, I'm not being fake. Like, I've never been fake. Like, I'm not saying that, oh, I just tried to like her for all this fame. No, I'm not saying that. It's just, sometimes you got to grow up, you know. Um, you know, that one toy you used to play when you were a little kid. And eventually you got to get a new toy or it's the same thing with shoes and clothes. That's, like, kind of the thing. Like, I like other wrestlers. Like, when I, like, actually was a Bailey freak, you know, I was, like, Bailey was the only thing I really considered. I did not consider anyone else. Maybe Finn Balor, because he was really cool back in NXT, and he still is. Um, but now I really expanded more. Like, I love Ronda Rousey, even though she's gone right now. I can't wait for her to come back. I love Alexa Bliss. I love her promos. I like, like I said, Finn Balor. I love Becky Lynch. I love Adam Cole. There are so many more wrestlers that I absolutely love more than Bailey. And there's, she's like one of them on that list. So it's not like I'm moving on for, from her. I'm just, you got to grow up sometimes. Yeah, no, I, uh, I, I, I recall actually, I think it was, it was WrestleMania 34, I believe it was, in Orlando. And I was at WWE, uh, I was at Access, or the little pre-show deal, and I saw you wandering around with mom and dad <laughs> as, uh, as a small clone of Bailey, actually. And, uh, oh, my God. Yeah, yeah, no, that's, I, I remember Headband Izzy. I remember <laughs> Sasha Banks taking your headband off during the show, and that <laughs> got quite the reaction from you at that time when that oh, happened. So. Question: Why I cried? <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, I mean, uh, I, I I do know you have a little bit of uh, you 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 certainly have have developed a spot for yourself in wrestling. I see, I always see you up front at NXT, and you always have your your leather jacket. It's become your signature look now. And oh yeah, the Izzy Mania versus everybody. I get it. Yeah, that's I love that shirt. Um, it's one of my favorite shirts that I own. Um, I wish I can wear it to school and still rock it. I really like to wear it when I do um, my shows um, for Knockout Wrestling here in Florida. Um, I do a little heel pro um, promos, and I manage this guy named Psycho Stan. But um, there is something new coming up 
uh, I believe this Sunday or Saturday. I think it's Sunday. Um, but also, I do want to add that really quickly. Um, on Twitter, I've been doing this little show called the NXT Hot Tag, where I give um, the moments that I'm mostly looking forward to for NXT, and it's all live from Full Sail. Um, I film it, and then some t- it, it's on Sundays, most likely, I do Superstar of the Week from NXT. I recently did Leo Rush for Superstar of the Week, obviously, because he won the NXT Cruiserweight Championship. Um, and I also had guests on the NXT hot tag. Um, I recently had Reina Gonzalez. I had Beth Phoenix. My first one was with Tomasa Ciampa, and that was amazing. I had Scott Hall. Like, I've been kind of growing a little bit. Um, but make sure you check it out if you haven't and for all of those who are listening. Oh, no. I've, uh, I, have, I have definitely checked out your, your YouTube <laughs> channel. Uh, and I think, I think you're doing awesome for yourself. It's cool that you're Thank in the you. game. It's cool that you're in the game as early as you are. That's going to pay big dividends. Uh, as, Thank you. As somebody who's only 28 years old and been in radio for 10 years, trust me, it helps when you start younger. So mm-hmm. I, it I, does. Yeah. No, I I, I I see where you're coming from. I think it's. But I have to ask you this one. I want to know your inspiration for something because it's a video I saw of you when you were managing Psycho Stan. And someone was going back and forth with you in the crowd. And you said one of your most memorable lines to date. That was, it was such a great thing to hear, especially from you, because you sold it so well. And you said, I'm sorry, I don't speak hillbilly. It was (laughs) the greatest thing I've heard, especially from you to see that Izzy went that far. So I'm just curious, where is this, explain this, this heel this heel that you become when you, when you're a manager? Well, I look at the crown and I kind of see what I can use. Um, like I, there wasn't really any inspiration to it. Like, sure. I look up to heel managers such as Selena Vega. Like I always study her so much of like what she's doing outside the ring or what her facial expressions are. But I don't know. Like I didn't really have any inspiration but I'm going to go a little heel right now. Um, I'm Izzy, and I know what I know, like what I'm doing here. Like I'm the best in knockout wrestling or whatever wrestling company you want me to be in. But anyways, there wasn't really inspiration to that. You know, it was really all like off the fly. Um, that's a lot about cutting promos or wrestling in general. You have to always improv. And I practice a lot. I try to do my best on coming up with ideas to maybe do cut downs or maybe not like change it up, like not have the same shut up you hillbilly, which I say (laughs) a lot. And that's like my general one if I'm just like stuck on like words. But still, you got to always improv on those moments. Yeah, no, I I hear you. So let me let me ask you about the state of with with WWE's women's division these days. You have Becky Lynch, who is in my personal opinion, the hottest property in wrestling, regardless mm-hmm. of male, female, anything. Everybody wants to work with Becky Lynch, and I think it makes a lot of sense. So I, I have to ask, so now it looks like Sasha might be out with an injury for a little while. At least it seems like she can't go tonight, as far as what I've seen. Oh, that really sucks for Sasha. God, I feel really bad for her. Yeah, she, she seems to have a, a bad history of big pay-per-view matches and then missing time afterwards. 
but she does have a lot of bad history with me. Let's just remember that. Let's backtrack a little bit back at, what was it, NXT Takeover Respect. Yeah, that little girl who was crying because her headband was stolen, that was me, actually. (laughs) Believe it or not, I might have had that little crazy side ponytail, but still, like, I'm not going to forget about that. <laughs> when she is able to, Sasha, Izzy is Izzy's coming for you. I think that's the message oh, yeah. here. It's first uh, on the list. <laughs> all right, all right. So my 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 last question to you is uh, is this with with NXT because I know you're you're at the shows all the time. I know that you that you live down there. You're always uh, you're always a presence in the front row. With the move to to cable television, effectively network television. I'm curious how, just how big do you think he could possibly get? Um, you know, I'm really happy for NXT. Like that first day when it um, went to USA Network, like before we, I even went to full sale for NXT, like that whole day, like it was electrifying. Like I was like, I know I'm not part of NXT. Like I'm not in the roster, but I was so proud of them. Like I was so excited. It was kind of funny because a lot of our old friends came because it was such a big moment. It was literally like a WrestleMania, a mini WrestleMania for NXT. That's how it felt like. And I think it's going to really become something special. You know, NXT, they do have some competition right now. And I think they're really going to kill it. They're going to come out and quote unquote guns blazing. Really? Um, I'm wondering if everyone's going to show up every week because I know it's a drag sometimes when when you got to show up every week to see the best show probably. Um, But I know I'm definitely going to show up every single Wednesday for some NXT. All right. Well, Izzy, thank you so much. We'd love to have you back sometime. And I just want to say one more thing. Um, Thank you for having me on the Top of the Rope Wrestling Show. And also, um, like I said before, make sure you Make sure you go check out um, my Twitter, which is It's Izzy Mania. Make sure you put in the It's because people always forget that. Um, and it's the same for Instagram and YouTube and, like I said, Twitter. And I do the NXT hot tag, and it's with your girl Izzy here. Um, I get to interview some wrestlers. I get to give my take on NXT before the show and the moments I'm mostly looking forward to, like I said before, and the Superstar of the Week. So, yeah, thank you so much for having me on. And it was such an honor. It was a lot of fun. I'm sad it's ending now, but thank you so much. All right. Can't wait to have you back sometime. (laughs) Yes, definitely. All right. Take it easy, Izzy. Thank you. So that was Izzy of It's Izzy Mania, the original Bailey superfan, who is also now doing her own heel thing, which is pretty cool, I have to say. And she's... She's she's got the attitude for it. I'll give her that. Man, she she's going to go far that one. I have I have faith. Don't don't forget about Izzy. It's not going to be too long before we see her in a ring herself. I'm I'm very very sure about that. But I have to say with with how the women's division has been rolling so far and with what Izzy brought up, especially about NXT about how big NXT could be, is it seems like the full sale crowd there. There's there's something about it that they see in the air. And it's, it's been a good show. It's going to continue to be a good show. Now they're going to have reasons to make it a bigger show. So I, we have every reason to be curious. Tommaso Ciampa's back. He was just on Izzy's show, the hot tag. Seriously, it's, it's, she, does, she does a good interview. Check her out. So I think 
right now with the draft and the reshuffling of the brands and everything, I think you are going to see more opportunities for the ladies, more opportunities for the ladies. Now, does that necessarily translate to different faces that you don't normally see? Maybe, maybe not. I mean, look, I'd like to see Naomi get back on television quite a bit because she might be the best athlete in WWE, period. I'd like to see Naomi get back on TV. I'd like to see Natty be a part of something bigger. I'd like to see Lacey Evans be a part of something bigger. I'd like to see Dana Brooke get on Raw every once in a while and not just so she can lose to Ronda Rousey in 15 seconds. It's not, I, I just, I'd like to see some of that, just like everybody else would like to see some of that. But you always got to remember as a fan, a push, does, it, you don't have to win a title for it to be considered a push. If you get more TV time than you used to, that's a push. It's, it's a very simple concept. So I think you're going to see it with some of the ladies. I think some of the ladies are going to change up. Um, I think they're going to, you're going to see some new some faces you don't normally see, especially with the switch up. Because remember, you got a, a women's championship on each brand, and now you got the women's tag team titles. Now, I don't know if the women's tag team titles will be exclusive to one brand or not. I hope they aren't. They weren't meant to be. They were meant to be open for Raw, SmackDown, and NXT. And I would like it to be that way. How cool would it be? If they actually did that, they never really got the chance to with Sasha and Bailey, even though that was the idea. But I'd like to see them and the Kabuki Wars be quite good, especially with a heel tag team with attitudes like they have. Oh man, it, I I think it could work. Especially you go to NXT, you have some of the ladies in NXT, but you got to start putting together female tag teams that are meant to strictly be tag teams, not just two singles wrestlers that don't have anything going on. Now, look, I like the Alexa Blitz and Nikki Cross combo. I do. But I'm talking about the Iconics, teams that are meant to be teams and stay teams, moreover, or throw two women together and make them a team and have them stay a team. That's okay, too. But just don't throw together two women that are big-time superstars that's clearly a temporary measure no if you want to bring notoriety to a tag team title in my opinion i think you build up permanent tag teams and you keep the title on one team for four to six months and just have them defend it every time in the best matches you can possibly put on every week you keep variety in teams great matches every week and you build up the reputation so i think that's how it could work I think Ziggler and Rude could do that for the Raw Tag Team titles to some degree. I think they could. I think the Kabuki Warriors could do that for the women's tag team titles. Again, remember to check out manscapes.com for me. We got a promo code. That's turnbuckle. It is male grooming products. Above the waist, below the waist, whatever you need. They sent us all a little swag bag of stuff and everything works great. Trust me. That's Manscaped. Use the promo code TURNBUCKLE to get a nice discount on a purchase you make from them. Then check out Pro-Am Belts. You can get 15% off your next purchase from them using our promo code TBT15OFF. That's TBT15OFF for Pro-Am Belts. They'll ship it to you a lot faster than you think it was humanly possible. Not to mention it's a great product. Last one, and this isn't one of my live reads, but just go watch Easy Show on YouTube. Go watch NXT Hot Tag. It's, it's, good. it's, it's, it's a good little thing she's got going. And it's going to get bigger. She's got an attitude for it, man. You just heard her on here. She does not sound her age. Okay? She's, she knows what she's doing. Great heel, too. 
All right. When I come back, I'm going to talk about the draft and how it went, how it might continue to go this evening, not to mention the increasingly long story of Becky Lynch and Charlotte Flair. Stick around. It's going to be fun. Hi, I'm Raymond Denon, Vice President of Optima Tax Relief. If you're in debt to the IRS, there's a lot you need to know. Starting with rule number one, don't mess with the IRS. They can garnish your paycheck, levy your bank accounts, even take your home or business. That's all true. But it's also true that there's a way out. It's called the Fresh Start Initiative. It's one of the biggest breaks the IRS has ever offered. If you qualify, you could save thousands, even tens of thousands. Nobody knows this program like us, the experts at Optima Tax Relief. We have an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau, and we've resolved over $500 million in tax debt for our clients. We'll stand between you and the IRS and fight to get you the best deal possible. Don't mess with the IRS. For tax help you need, for tax help you can trust. Call Optima for a free consultation. Call 800-354-2840. Some restrictions apply. For complete details, please visit OptimaTaxRelief.com. Join Baltimore Game Day Uncensored before every home football game at the Game Day Village at Horseshoe Casino for our live pregame show. Visit 1057thefan.com or the radio.com app. This is Top of the Room. Every Monday night from 6 to 7 on CBS Sports Radio 1300. Now, give it up for the enforcer, Kill Kuda Jr. Welcome back to Top of the Rope Wrestling Radio, ladies and gentlemen. We just had a talk with Izzy. Yes, that Izzy. Former Bailey clone Izzy. Now, very stylish in leather jackets. Because I feel like that's like the ultimate first step to like heel move, you know? Hey, what's the first heel thing I can do? Black leather. Okay. Black leather jacket. We're good. All right. I think that's just how it works. How many guys and girls have you seen turn heel and just they're wearing a black leather jacket the next day? You see it all the time. Heel move number one. Unless you're Jake Hager. And then you wear a polo shirt to try to convey that you're rich, dude. I'm going to take 10 seconds on that. I know it's a women's, but I'm going to take 10 seconds on that. Is that really what they're trying to pull off here? Jake Hager is wearing a polo shirt to try to show that he has money. Wear a suit, man. Wear 15. What, what do you know? Wear a Rolex. Like what? A polo? That's, your, that's the message? That's it? Okay. I mean, hey, they can do whatever they want. I think the inner circle is going to be a good idea. I think it's going to work for them, but I don't know. I don't know. Now, when it comes to the draft that has been going on the past, uh, well, on on Friday Night SmackDown, it went on, and now it's going to continue tonight. It is the second part of the draft. We're going to see which show gets its first pick. That being Raw or SmackDown, when Becky Lynch is going to go up against Charlotte. It was originally going to be Sasha Banks, but she got pulled because of an injury. As Izzy informed us so astutely, Sasha's she's had knee problems for a while, so that might be what's what's bugging her again. And I have to say, uh, I'm curious about how this draft is going to go for the second round. Because the first round, other than the terrible look that they had of posting the order before the show started, 
Which was, I mean, because at first they were like, hey, here's who everyone who is eligible to be drafted. Okay, let me set that scene. It was a list of all the superstars that were eligible to be drafted. And then we all noticed that they were just reading the list as it was written on the website. So I think instead of just posting a random sheet with all their names on it, somebody posted the order that they were going to be drafted in. And it was not a good look. And they, they tried to save it at the end. I'll give them a little credit for that. But it, it, was, it was not a good look. So tonight, I don't think you'll see anything on the internet at all of that kind. We will be safe. Okay? Now, I have no idea what's, what's going down or who's going to get picked or whatever. All I know is Becky Lynch went number one. Roman Reigns went number two. The OC was picked as the group three, which, I mean, some people are going, really, the OC at three? Well, I mean, AJ Styles is part of the OC. Yes, he is a number three overall pick worthy guy then the fiend is going to smackdown which surprised me now here's why the fiend is a scary character that's the idea he's got the the weird wretched clown mask with the teeth and you know the weird sounds and he attacks people out of nowhere and it's kind of and here's why it was kind of odd to me not because i mean hey you want to put him on smackdown put him on smackdown but raw goes from eight to eleven don't you think for younger viewers, it would be safer to have him on Raw where you could put him in the third hour from 10 to 11 and there might not be as many kids watching? That, that's it. I mean, look, I've never been one of these guys. It's like, hey, well, thank of the children. No, you can change the channel. You own the, t- you own the television, not your six-year-old. But it, it's, it, it's a different... I'm just talking about the sponsors for the network. You know, one of them might go, hey, man, you can't get this guy on the third hour. It's a little iffy. For, you know what I'm saying? That's not my personal my personal opinion, dude. Put him on at 8 p.m. I don't care. It does no. Scare him all you want. Are you kidding? No, it's kind of what why why not? But I that was the only thing that shocked me about that. But I get it. It's the A show. I get you want the fiend on the A. I get it. Then Drew McIntyre was picked in the first round, which is pretty cool. Because he hasn't even been on TV that much recently. Actually, at all. And he was a first round pick for Raw. I mean, not that he's not worthy. The dude is a mammoth human being great athlete amazing ability as a sports entertainer slash pro wrestler yeah why not second round randy orton goes first sasha banks ricochet braun Strowman, and bobby lashley Strowman to smackdown that's pretty cool sasha banks still on smackdown randy orton's on raw uh, yeah no big deal bobby lashley's still on raw okay round three alexa bliss is on raw Lacey evans is on smackdown kevin owens is on raw the revival's on smackdown Natalia's on Raw. Then the Viking Raiders are on Raw. Lucha House Party's on SmackDown. How are Lucha House Party this high of a pick? Look, we did a fantasy draft in my own network, and I picked Lucha House Party out of necessity. Well, actually, for two reasons. One, because the rules of the draft we did, you had to draft two factions. I waited too long to draft a second faction, so I had to pick Lucha House Party. And secondly, as Mike from Champions Advantage pointed out to me, SCU was still on the board, and I forgot. I don't know how I forgot SCU, but I did. Look, I know they're Luchas. I know the kids love the luchas. They sell a ton of masks. They come out with the piñatas. They're the lucha house party. I get it. Very attractive to a younger audience. And then they they wrestle like luchadors. It's a lot of flips. It's a lot of aerials. It's very tantalizing to watch. I understand that. But I just I don't think they were worthy to get picked on the first night like that. Even if there are three of them. No, I don't. I don't see it. 
Then Nikki Cross got picked by Raw. And let me just get this out of the way. Yes, I know Alexa Bliss got picked by Raw. I know Nikki Cross got picked by Raw. I know that they were a tag team and used to hold the Women's Tag Team Championships. And all of you are tweeting about it saying, why couldn't you just pick them as a team at the same time and say, just, 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 just. Uh, really? Are we really going this far? It's like how you're so mad that they changed Chad Gable's name to Shorty Gable. So what? Are you kidding? It's a big deal. Get over it. Anyway, then Heavy Machinery got picked by SmackDown. Heavy Machinery! Oh, yeah! We're on the blue brand it again. Also, can we do the Otis and Mandy Rose relationship angle? Please? Can we just try it? It is Twitter gold, man. It is so fantastic. They've hinted at it with backstage promos. Dude, can we just try it? We would love to see the Otis-Mandy relationship angle. Please. Look, I, I think Mandy's engaged to Tino Sabatelli or something. That's fine. If she's not cool, they, if they, they don't want to sign off, don't make them sign off. But just give it a shot. Could you imagine? Could you imagine Mandy Rose, this chick literally has been on the cover of Health and Fitness like six times, and then Otis's giant self just walking behind her? Pretty lady! Could you imagine... It would be funny, not to mention Otis is a ridiculous athlete, man. He won a gold medal at the Pan American Games in Greco-Roman wrestling. The dude's, in, the dude's a beast. And Mandy Rose, look, she's got the look. I think she's gotten better in the ring. She basically wrestles like a young lion 90% of the time, and then she has a great V-trigger knee. That's about it. But it works. Anyway, here's the next deal. The Street Profits. Are on Raw, as Angelo Dawkins would say. Yeah, dude, I love the Street Profits, man. They're they're awesome, and I know they haven't wrestled on Raw yet, but they're going to soon. It's going to be a lot of fun. Those two are awesome. They're awesome. I, I just I think they can go very far for this. Then we have the other picks that were not announced on the show. They were in a separate little draft pool thing, and here is where they went. On Monday Night Raw, EC3 is going to Monday Night Raw. Eric Young and Sin Cara. Because he still works there. Anybody remember that? Yeah, me neither. Anyway, then SmackDown Live is going to get Apollo Crews, the B Team, Drew Gulak, Heath Slater. Thank goodness he got a job because he's got kids, man. He's got it. I'm, I'm glad he. I'm glad they picked him up. And then Tamina is on SmackDown as well. Good for her. So tonight you're going to see the rest of the draft pool effectively, and I'm I'm curious as to how it's going to go. I think Becky and Charlotte are going to do a good open. I don't know what else to expect. There are rumors of a giant blockbuster trade happening. See, that's the thing. I don't avoid Twitter because I can't. I mean, if you avoid Twitter and you're in the wrestling podcast racket, good luck to you. But I can't. But there's a lot more parts of it I avoid. Now, so many of you guys have, you know, I understand reports and rumors. That's fine. But don't be putting spoilers up. Look, WWE even did it. Everyone's guilty of it. But just, no, we don't need to do that. Not a week before the show. We don't need to do that. Okay? Also, by the way, to get myself off the hook a little bit, as well as a lot of other people, if the show is currently going on and we tweet about what is happening during the show that is currently going on and we happen to give away a result... Do not come at me talking about, whoa, spoilers. 
No. The show is currently going on. It's called live tweeting. That's what we do. Don't, don't talk to me about spoilers. No. I know you couldn't be at home and you had to DVR it, but I'm sorry. <laughs> I, so this is my way of apologizing for not apologizing. I'm sorry you couldn't watch it, but I'm not sorry for spoiling it for you. No. No, I'm not going to spoil it a week before. No. I'm going to watch it at the same time you do. That's how I walk into this. Like, I'm walking into the Monday Night Raw with no expectations and no clue of what's happening other than the preview that I read. That's it. That's all I'm doing. Okay? I'm not walking in going, well, this is going to suck. No. And I know a lot of you do that to a lot of wrestling. And it's not healthy. And I'm not talking about for the industry. I'm talking about for you, man. It's not healthy. Don't walk into something going, this is going to be terrible. And then it ends, well, I was right. Of, of course, what are you going to do? Are you going to find a way to agree with yourself or are you going to? No, most people will find ways to agree with themselves. See, I knew it. Because it's more important for you to, say, to be able to say I was right than it is to enjoy something to a lot of people. That's the fun in it. Now, that's our generation. Our parents' generation was different. Our parents' generation, the fun was in knowing. Hey, I know what's going to happen before it happens. Do you want to know? Do you want to know? That was it in the 70s and 80s. Hey, man, I don't know what's going to happen before it happens. Yeah. I don't know why I just went into uh, this voice. That, that, that voice is like the dude that helps you park your car and you don't need it in the street. Come here, brother. Park your car right here, brother. Park your car right here. That's who that is. I don't know why that's where I went. That's where I went. Anyway, I just just don't. It was in knowing for them. For us, it's not in knowing because we could know anything at any point. We all have Google on our phones. Somebody's got a spoiler out somewhere. We could all know. So, but now the fun is in being correct because you can know beforehand. Hey, I look it up beforehand and I know what's going to happen. So I'm going to act like I was right, even though that's how it was going to be the whole time. Oh, edgy. No. Just watch the show. React accordingly, please. Just, just do that. Just be a regular person for a second here, man. That's all we got to do. Okay. And speaking of being a regular person, let's count ourselves out of that conversation. Okay. I've been out of that conversation forever. I do a radio show slash podcast slash video podcast about professional wrestling. Regular guy sailed a long time ago. Okay. And if you're a wrestling fan, we are very proud of our weirdness. There's a video. I'm sure a lot of people have seen it. It's on every social media. It's been pasted 40 million times. And it says, like, th- this is how wrestling fans feel when someone who's not a wrestling fan finds out that you're a wrestling fan. And it's this guy trying to watch wrestling. And, and these three women one at a time go, you still watch wrestling? And then we get that question that we get 40 million times a year. You know it's fake, right? I don't know. I've seen some pretty gnarly videos of some pretty nasty surgeries to tell me it didn't fake, but <laughs> that's just me. Hulk Hogan said it. I missed a memo about, about it being fake. So I, I'm just... Uh, Hogan's about to go in for back surgery number 10. Number 10. No, I know he's not a spring chicken. Don't get me wrong. But 10... Yeah, yeah, no, definitely. Yeah, no, the ring's a trampoline. Don't you know that? No, come on. I'm sorry I had to go into that. I just, I've been hearing it so much this week from so many people. I had to go into that. Like, yeah, you know. The, the guys who go and seek out your wrestling page just to comment, get a life. 
well, wait a minute. <laughs> I feel you've missed the point here. <laughs> I mean, you can tell me to get a life all you want. It's not going to affect me, but you're the one who found me. And you took the time to answer. Like the guy who completely missed the point of me actually taking a jab at him on Twitter. I got to tell this story real quick right before I'm out of here. This is, this, this is it. This guy, I, I, I tweet about, it, it was the, the, the Lana Rusev Lashley angle, right? It's not a good look. I'm not that big of a fan of it, just like everybody else. But I tried to say, hey, I think I know where they're going with this, just my opinion or whatever, right? And this guy responds, you have bad taste in the three little laughing, crying emoji thingies were after it, right? And I just went, but I was worth your time to tweet back to me. Thanks for the support. And guess how he responded? You're welcome, LOL, but Raw isn't. The dude didn't even get that I insulted. He didn't even understand it, that that's what I was doing. So how can you come at, well, you know what, though? Maybe that's it. Maybe when you're that, like, out of it, it just, you know, I mean, part of me even envied him. Like, I wish I didn't know when people were insulting me so I could never be insulted. I could just say whatever I wanted because I never knew I was being insulted because I couldn't figure it out. Anyway, so everybody... Enjoy uh, enjoy the wrestling tonight. Have fun with it. Don't walk in with your head down. I think it's going to be a decent enough show. That's it for me. Thanks again to Izzy. Thanks again to Queen PR from those wrestling girls. Listen to the rest of Turnbuckle Topics Network this week, everybody. I'm out of here. Are kids better off in an intact family? You bet they are. This is Joe Cordell of the domestic litigation firm Cordell & Cordell. Kids living in a household with married parents do better in school, they're emotionally healthier, and they're more likely to stay out of trouble with the law. If you're in a troubled marriage, of course you should do everything you can to save your marriage, if only for your kids' sake. This includes considering alternatives to divorce. Of course, in some circumstances, divorce is unavoidable. In either case, if you're a man facing a crisis in your marriage, let us help you at Cordell & Cordell. Remember, we're the partner men can count on. The attorneys at Cordell & Cordell work to help men maximize their role in their children's lives, which includes protecting men's financial means to do so. Contact the domestic litigation firm of Cordell & Cordell to schedule an appointment with one of our firm's Baltimore-area attorneys, a partner men can count on, 443-637-4000, online at CordellCordell.com. That's CordellCordell.com. Offices in Baltimore, Annapolis, Aberdeen, Columbia, and Frederick. Before the limited edition Raven's Bluetooth speaker from M&T Bank, tailgate sounded like this. Hi. Hi. Do you like hot dogs? I do like hot dogs. Do you? But now, they sound like this. This is the best day of my life! Mine too! I love music and football and hot dogs and ketchup, touchdowns and purple things and everyone and everything! (laughs) Me too! If you want to turn up your tailgate, listen up, Ravens fans. Right now, when you open any new personal checking account at M&T Bank, you'll get a party-starting Ravens Bluetooth speaker. Plus, you'll get a Ravens debit card in the design of your choice and pick one of our accounts with the features that are most important to you. You'll even have access to special offers, like discounts at the Ravens Team Store. What was life like before we got this speaker? Rush to any M&T Bank branch or visit mtb.com slash ravens today. M&T Bank, the official bank of your Baltimore Ravens. Offers subject to change and restrictions may apply. Ravens Bluetooth speaker available while supplies last in Baltimore area M&T Bank branches. Member FDIC. The preceding was a paid program, and the views expressed on this show do not represent the views of WJZ AM, Intercom Communications, its sponsors, or affiliates. 
CBS Sports Radio 1300. It's WJZ AM Baltimore, WJZ FM HD3, Cajunsville, Baltimore. Your home for Maryland Terrapin Sports and live sports talk around the clock.